unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. First thing I want to get out of the way is if you look on the very bottom underneath the chat box, you see this episode is dedicated to three Twitter folk who I kind of put up, what would you guys like us to talk about on podcast? And they basically recommended customers and treatment. And so those people are Philly Essential Employee. I hope I'm saying this right. Declan Byrne and then Sassy Server. So a few little things I want to do here. Obviously, Alex, you know, he... He called me out for being old and pressing the wrong button. Uh, Here's the current lineup of Retail Warzone swag. Um, So that's what we got. Uh, The coffee cup actually is all black. I don't know why Teespring's mock-ups have white handles, but it's an all-black handle. And then, you know, we have a mask now that says uh, offering protections to employees when no one else will. That might come in (laughs) handy. Hello, Henry Biddle. Hello. Uh, yes, Mr. Star, I saw that. That was awesome. And Mr. Star also has a line of shirts on Amazon that are they under at Blame Tag? Is that how they can search them? Or if you've got a link, if you want to put the link in, in the chat, you can. He's got a great shirt that he just did today that says essentially, was it essentially ignored? Was that what it was? Essentially ignored. Yeah, pretty good. He's got a pretty good lineup. And then going back to Twitter, uh, actually, Mr. Star, I'd made a, a, you know, he had made a comment about the Twitter kind of retail service worker uh, community was the best one. And so far it has been. So I want to give a little bit of a shout out to some of these people here. Uh, At the very top, it's on sale. That's Mr. Star, Declan Byrne, Philly Essential Employee. Uh, He is the one that, I shared with some of you guys, uh, he was getting some triggered people from wearing the uh, Dear Customer shirt. Uh, Morgul L, Durante Bastard, Tanya K. Maxwell, Christy Tubbs, Angela, the Angry Essential Chick, the Essential Industry Explorer, Icon Author, Desperate for a Vacation, Bat Squirtle, Kenzie, Space Cadet, and Dharma Bum. Yeah, it's one of those deals where that community is really, really cool. And, you know, those people that I just posted up there, but, you know, they interact, you know, in the discussions, they retweet our stuff and whatnot. And I really appreciate it. You know, we went down the Reddit thing and we're still doing, we still have the subreddit, but it's, you know, a little bit more meme based uh, than, you know, kind of like serious conversation, at least in that subreddit. Um, it's grown. We've got like 180 something members or whatnot, but it seems like anytime that we post anything really relevant to the podcast, it just kind of gets, you know, overlooked or whatnot. And we have gained some people out of it. Like Proto Rage is uh, a, a follower. He actually sent me a message the other day. He sent me something that um, we'll be covering on a current, an upcoming war zone uh, very soon. So, Ooh, uh, I don't know about. Yeah. Uh, also, too, there's a lady who has a video up on YouTube uh, with 160,000 views about walking out a Dollar Tree after only two days worth of work, uh, you know, due to mistreatment. 
I've had some contact with her and we are working on having her on the podcast one night as well. She also has, you know, other retail background, but we're going to talk about that a little bit since I spent about five years of my life with the tree. So a lot of cool things coming, a lot of cool things coming. Thank you. Thanks everybody for showing up. It's good having you here. The more the merrier. Um, it's like, uh, Matt said, it was a good, fun, angry time. And I responded, yeah, we don't care. We just say what everybody wants to say. It, it doesn't matter. Everybody's welcome. So, uh, having said that, let's get to the topic at hand. A couple of weeks ago, there was an article that came out about a restaurant up North that shut down due to how their employees were being treated. They basically closed, you know, the first part of their day for as you know for an act of kindness so we're going to kind of go over a little bit of that here all right so as you see we got a karen here on the screen uh (laughs) (laughs) restaurants battered by pandemic now battered by customers rudeness um the verbal abuse from rude customers got so bad the owners of one farm to table restaurant on cape cod said that some of their employees cried. The final indignity came a week and a half ago when a man berated one of the restaurant's young employees for telling him they could not take his breakfast takeout order because the restaurant had not opened yet. I never thought it would come to this, the owner said. But since the restaurants in the state were allowed to fully reopen on May 29th, the treatment of the apt Cape Cod's 24 employees, many of whom are young and who include the couple's two children, had gotten worse. It's like abuse, she said. People are always rude to restaurant workers, but this far exceeds anything I've seen in my 20 years. Said that some customers had assumed that it would be business as usual, but had not grasped that restaurants were still grappling with staffing and supply shortages. So, you know, this is kind of the path that we're going down. Uh, If you look there from another co-owner, Tyler Hadfield, co-owner of Rail. He said that uh, a group of diners took out their frustrations on his employees after having to wait 40 minutes for a table and even longer because of a computer problem. They asked for the food to be boxed up after it had been brought to the table and then to dump the contents of the entire to-go bag in front of the restaurant when they left. That's just about the worst behavior I've ever seen. So people are... Uh, well, congratulations, you wasted all that food. Yeah, but you know, there's more. <laughs> there's always more. Um, look at this headline. I hope you get hit by a car. App Cape Cod closes for a day of kindness after customers make staff cry. This is from Massachusetts Live. Um, as many of our guests and patrons treat us with kindness and understanding, there have been an astronomical influx daily of those that do not. Swearing at us, threatening to sue, arguing and yelling at my staff, making team members cry. This is an unacceptable way to treat any human. Patrons have crossed the line from being just like rude or upset to verbally abusive. They told one of our workers that I hope you get hit by a car when you leave work today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm like, seriously? Okay. You know, and then goes on to say, please remember that many of my staff are young. This is their first job or summer job to help pay for college. We have had to make adjustments due to the increase in business volume, size of kitchen, product availability, and staffing availability. We are not trying to ruin anyone's vacation or day off. So, I mean, come on. Is this the path we're heading down? Evidently so, because there's more. Um, oh, boy. This is from Rhode Island Business. Now that restaurants and hotels are fully <laughs> open again, some customers are treating workers terribly. Go figure. After being lauded for their dedication during the pandemic, the pivot in customer attitudes from appreciative to awful was jarring. 
they understood they had to wear masks, accepted social distancing. They accepted there wouldn't be maids cleaning them after them, blah, blah, blah. But now the economy has opened up and it's like a switch has flipped. Just five months ago, we were considered essential workers, said the general manager. Now you're yelling in our faces because we don't have room service on a Monday night. Those in the hospitality industry say there's been an increase in uncomfortable interactions with rude customers, so much so that industry leaders in Massachusetts and Rhode Island have launched public service campaigns urging people to be more patient and kind to the servers and staffers tasked with taking care of them. There's always been that one guy, the person who flips the table and is worked up. He's always been here. He's still here. He's still coming. He's not going to change his behavior. The difference is now it's more of we want what we want, we paid for it, and we want it now. I mean, come on. Um, and we got one more, and then we'll get to the chat here. And this is more about um, a different restaurant. Main restaurant owner voices frustrations about rude customers on social media. Post had 4,000 likes, 2,000 shares. Um, said that she was so fed up with rude customers that she took to Facebook to ask people to be nicer. The post is getting a lot of attention. My husband and daughter came home Friday night from work, and I asked how it was, and they were like, it's comp central, meaning they had to give things away for free to customers. Poor Sydney was out back. Some guy almost made her cry. It's a post about being nice. That should be common sense. And here's her post. Well, folks, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We usually run a steady 90 to 10% ratio of awesome guests jerkwads. It tends to jump a bit around August to 85 slash 15. Heat, traffic, you know. If we're hitting 80, 20 and it's only July, obviously we need a chat. Whatever juju is out in the universe right now, the awesome folks are being extra nice and the jerkwads are being extra turd muffiny. Yes, I made that up. <laughs> So the awesome 80% keep doing you. The world needs all the kindness it can get. To the other 20%, including the one that had a waitress in tears tonight, clue the hell in. There are still random shortages of food. Everywhere is short-staffed, and I don't just mean restaurants. Food suppliers aren't running trucks for lack of drivers or warehouse pickers. It's everywhere. Your cable company, bank, grocery store, etc. Things are taking longer because places are working with less staff. So when you get sat and the host explains that things are running slow because it's busy and wait times will be longer, this means don't yell when your order isn't out in 15 minutes. It's hot and humid, and it puts some on edge. But it's way easier to take on the patio with a beverage than running around with a full tray or standing over a hot grill top. So, dear 20%, have some common sense and empathy. We aren't going to comp food for taking too long when you were told that there was a wait. We aren't in control of the weather. We have no control over raspberry vinaigrette being out of stock. But most importantly, we aren't going to put up with anyone being anything less than civil when spinky to our staff. Wow. Wow. Yep, but if you got a corporate running over you, you can't make any posts like that because they got to give all those customers gift cards. Yep. So uh defunct today says something like that happened the other day i'm normally good but she really got to me um declan burn welcome from across the pond along with our, our good friend irish connection that's here uh the problem with retail and fast food is there is no mental health days of bosses should have a psychiatrist for staff dealing with stress and abuse i agree you know we did an episode way back on uh the mental health issue uh how suicides have went up amongst service industry and retail industry, you know, workers. And, you know, look, 
it's it's not easy out there for those of everyone who's still working in the business yeah you're short-staffed and you're getting pushed around and and you're doing all you can do but by god i mean this is getting out of hand um yep matt correct too many of us are chained by the home office. Henry, absolutely agree with all of this. The speed of how we went from essential to new punching bag is only beaten by the sheer disturbingness of how little people actually care. And that's a good day when the dear customer thinks we are a person. True. Uh, the fuck today, I called my boss and explained the situation. He could hear I was upset. He said, next time, call the police. That's good. But, you know, these here's here's the real facts, okay? All the retailers and all the businesses are complicit in this because they went for so long on this whole customer is always right. Take care of the customer. Here's a gift card. All that they created this mess. And the problem is they created this mess and they're not backing up their employees. I I mean, long before the pandemic hit, you know, I told a story about an assistant manager. I had refusing a refund for something that was covered in maggots or whatnot. Did everything he was supposed to do. Customer calls corporate and then I get told to tell my assistant manager you could have handled that differently. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's absolutely some bullshit. I mean, did everything he was supposed to do, but you've got to coach him on. He followed your policy. I mean, and so this is, this is the byproduct of this shit. You, you, you put lockdowns and pandemic on top of this. You know, these customers are coming in just thinking, you know, it's Katie bar the door. We can do whatever the fuck we want. I mean, and they don't, corporations do not want to acknowledge that. They're still secretly picking up the phone and offering people gift cards and telling district managers to tell store managers to talk to their employees and tell them how they handle the situation poorly, even though they followed policy to the T. I mean, it's just horseshit. Um, Steve, have you ever in your day, have you ever had someone, a customer walk up to you and say, uh, can I speak to your manager? Say, well, yes, I'm a supervisor. Often. But that, yes, but the question. Yep. Your associate is wearing uh, pants I don't like, and you need to tell him to change. You know, I haven't had I haven't had that. I know that's a real thing. I haven't had that. And, you know, back. That happened to me one time. Where? Really? Yeah. At Felmart? Not at Felmart at uh, Wally World. Nice. Um, yep. When I was the cap team supervisor there. Nice. There's an entire yeah. subreddit about cap teams, man. That's That shit's insane. I'm telling you, dude, it was wild. Wow. Uh, Hero says there's a sliding scale of assholes. They start at not saying hello back and digress to shit-flinging idiots. Wow. That's brilliant. Henry says customers were taught a bad attitude gets what you want, and we employees are just NPCs. Damn if that's not true <laughs> god bless <laughs> you throwing the npc out there man that's that's awesome um but the customer also expects the store to be ran like perfect npcs they expect someone to be sitting there perfect behind the register instant check you out have someone there to reach up grab something off the top shelf for you expect to get bonus points mm-hmm. for things they do in the store oh, and it's a proven fact that that customers can't read they can't read. They, no, they, they can't can. read the sign on the front of the door that says you're closed. They can't read the sign on the front of the door that says what hours you're open. They can't read the signs that say please ask associate for help. It's, I mean, we're dealing with idiots. I mean, unfortunately, 
Matt says, I'd settle for a simple excuse me and thank you any day of the week. They don't have to be 100% civil. Just say those two fucking things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and they don't have to carry on a conversation. Just just be civil. I mean, and that's the thing. And the civility is what's gotten out of hand, man. I mean, these people are just walking around unhinged. It's it's. Well, it went from it went from being essential employees. Y'all are my heroes. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all are so underappreciated too. This now. Yeah. You know, it's it's like when when Henry. Hello, sir. How are you doing? <laughs> exactly. You know, you're. Uh, sir, that'll be thirteen ninety five. Yep, and they continue. Did you see him trying to fucking text? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you're an inconvenience to them. I had that one, too. Uh, I know when, when Henry posted about the reactions he was getting to his shirt, I made the comment, I wish just one business had the balls to have a work uniform where the back of the shirt said that. If I if I was to, to win the lottery and start my own business, every associate would have that shirt on. I, just, I don't know if it's still in business, Steve, but there was a... Um, restaurant in new york it's called cluck you mm-hmm. believe <laughs> you're actually supposed to cuss each customer out like that is store policy and that's expectation i don't know i don't know if it still exists but that was a thing well i know i think there was a restaurant on the coast too i think it was actually called dicks that did that uh declan says the majority majority of customers still refuse to wear face masks they don't even respect retail staff enough to wear a face mask for our safety i agree with that 100 percent um, oh, connection. I do. I do. And Steve was actually involved. Hold on just a second. Uh, Defuck today says she's wearing her shirt tomorrow to work because I'm there, but not there. Sweet. That is awesome. I want a picture. I want a, I want a picture of you with that shirt standing next to one of your associates or like it on an aisle. That would be beautiful. Um, Irish, do you have a worse customer that you can remember or do all those repressed memories just blend together? Yes. <laughs> Um, oh, I've got one that like stands out. Go ahead. I give it like really fast, but it was a fail mark closing Saturday night and stuff. Uh, hey, you work here? You know, you look up at them. They're really wearing your work uniform, name tag, everything. Steve, you'll remember this because this was a customer I actually ran out the building crying. It hurt me so bad. But <laughs> they come back there and they're like, you already know why I'm here. I'm here for this TV. It's on sale. Oh, the RCA 32 inch, sir. Crap TVs, yes. by the way. But anyway, we're out of that one. You better not be. Cause I come up here to order it. I need to speak to a manager. Well, sir, you know, we can order it online for you. I can have that happen. So, you know, I proceeded to go through with that and then told them that they got to pay this money back and they give me some change. And then, no, I believe the total was like two ninety eight, thirty or something. They come in there and it was like handed me four hundred. It was like, I know you're stupid. And don't know how to count cash. Oh, I, I do. I do remember this. Yep. 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 Oh, I remember how they came back the next night and refunded that TV? Yep. But <laughs> so I just got so upset and I was just like, here, 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 and I just walked. I just walked outside. And that's just ridiculous to come in and treat someone like that. Like, I mean, no, don't ever look at someone and be like, well, I know you're not smart enough to count change. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Henry, as long as you don't use the C word <laughs> um, to describe a female, I don't care what you type. You're good. <laughs> or nothing racial. Um, 
Matt says, I had a customer compare me to George Zimmerman on the phone because I refused to sell her kid a ticket to an R-rated movie. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> that. You know, that don't that don't surprise that me. That is awful. That don't surprise me. Man, man, I, I can't imagine the, the shit you had to put up with in a movie theater. God bless. Um, the fuck today says, I say yes and no, ma'am sir at the drive-thru just how i was raised and you know that's a sad part too a lot of these older folks that are treating people like shit they were raised better than that like if their mama and daddy was still alive they'd be slapping the shit out of them they were not raised to be that way but the, everybody's become so fucking entitled that they feel like they walk in somewhere and see somebody with a name tag on it's like a, a, a magnet for abuse and and no i mean that's why i actually emailed the people from the restaurant and um, just tell them thank you because there needs to be more of that. There needs to be more of these businesses sticking up for their employees because, look, it's hard for everybody, man. And it's about to get harder because we all know this 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 Delta shit's about to, to, to knock us all back another year. So, I mean, these people are pissed off now. You wait to Q4 hits and the wheels come off the fucking wagon. Jesus. I'm surprised we haven't seen more of this shit on the news, honestly. I mean, eventually they're going to come across the wrong employee, and it's not going to end well <laughs> at all. Uh, you <laughs> know, um, someone yells at me, and sometimes I look at them, tell them, want to come work here then? Come on. Well, Law, I'd believe you on that, but I know you said that in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you actually said that through the drive through? Oh, boy, corporate would be getting some calls on you. A return policy. They, they get hurt. Return policy. Screamed. Uh, got screamed at. Uh, Matt says managing movie theater is ninety percent taking customer complaints. I, I I bet. I was so depressed working there. Leaving that job is the best decision I ever made. Good for you. Henry says my very first job, my first day when I was working in an arcade. I didn't have any tokens on me and asked a customer to head to the counter to get them or wait a moment while I got some. I was told since I was so lazy, I would be forced to watch him fuck my mother to death. That's the only way I will learn responsibility. Holy God. (laughs) Wow. I'm surprised you didn't shank him. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, if anyone says that, if anyone were to say that to me, ooh, boy. you see that, Alex? Snop that one. I already know. Gotcha. We don't we don't pay attention. To those. Yeah, I'm not sure how you'd learn responsibility from that either. Yeah, uh, I just I, I just don't understand. I mean, guys, what do you think? I mean, what's going to stop it? I mean, we know why we're here. We 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 know why these people continue to act this way because the corporations we've all worked for let them. Well, had that in for you. You know, it, it's, you know, where do we go? I mean, I think the hey, the, fir- the first thing is there, the reins have got to be loosened on employees to let them not deal with it. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to take, like you said, it's literally... <laughs> Dude walked out and my manager said, good job. All right, Lo, you got good management. You got, you got good management for that. I'm actually proud of that. Um, that completely threw me off guard. But what it's going to take is managers allowing their employees to stand up. When it's, you know, reasonable. Like, we're not there to fight with customers. We're there for professional business. There needs to be a line set. 
And I think it is going to take that one employee just to end up decking someone. <laughs> wow. Just like, well, a couple of things here, Matt, that's exactly it. When the businesses stop catering to them, they won't have anything to gain from the behavior. Correct. And Henry uh, said his second one was later in life and he got followed home. The guy followed him home to take care of me. He got a broken nose and a black eye for it. And see, that's what's really scary now is, you know, people in general right now are just uglier. Uh, they've got all this pent-up frustration and whatnot. And and rather than, I don't know, go play video games or exercise or find something to relieve their stress, they, they decide to take it out on people that work in stores. And my fear is we're going to cross a line to where it basically becomes, you know, like a bloody war. Because, God forbid, you know, you think retailers are having a hard time hiring people now? You let some unhinged customer come in and actually literally harm some young associate, you know, to where it's like on the news <laughs> and whatnot? Shit, boy. Buy one, get one, keep boy, one. It, it, it boy, it, it will be bad out there. And, you know, you shouldn't, like, for instance, you know, I've talked a lot about working at Dollar Tree in a shady part of town, you know, like my first day at that store had a dude, you know, basically pull a knife and, and threatened threaten to cut me. The only good part about it was, you know, I'm six, five and he was like five, <laughs> but, but he kept spouting out where, how he was from some other part of town and he was hard and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, and, and this is way before a pandemic, you know, you got people running around like that then what we're dealing with now is just crazy. Uh, people at my store have been pulling their phones out, trying to get the next big Karen sensation on video. I think that actually helps some of them calm down knowing they might get put on blast. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I do think that, uh, social media and viral video has deterred a little bit. I mean, you do have a whole class of assholes out there who don't care. Right. But I think, when people start pulling out their phones and standing around, you know, observing a situation, they think and go sideways. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good deterrent for a lot of these folk. Maybe that needs to happen more. You know, put a sign on the door. If if you show your ass, people will still, people are allowed to film you. You know, kind of thing. Um, Declan Byrne says the majority of bosses just care about the customer's money than caring about the staff. That is where the customer is always right saying came from. You were correct. And you know, one thing that I did. You know, as a manager, I always told all my cashiers, I said, if you ever, ever had a customer raise their voice or start to get out of line, there they were told, you tell them, hold on just a second, I'll get a manager for you, and they walk away. Because I told them, they're, they're not there, like Alex said a minute ago, they're not there to be a punching bag. They're bare, there to do a job. They're not there, you know, to take your abuse they sure as shit aren't getting paid enough for it. And that was the standard operating procedure, you know, because I wanted, and, and even if I had cashiers that were like, you know, the kind to be like, come on, let's go. And they wanted to start jawing, you know, even told them, you know, don't do it. You know, it's not worth it. And, and the biggest reason it wasn't worth it is knowing from working the business so long, that corporate's not going to back you up, you know, it just, no, because if it goes to a, law, if it goes to a lawsuit, yeah, you're screwed. Exactly. Because 
They're not going to take. They're not going to take up for you. They're going to side with that customer. Exactly. Uh, Henry says absolutely correct. Managers, owners, etc., cannot expect us to take abuse, physical, mental, or sexual for minimum wage. It's bad, but I also think we are waking up to our worth, and it's not pennies on the dollar. Exactly. Irish says I've seen abuse dished out by customers to young cashiers that would be scarring long term. Companies should have a responsibility to look after staff mental health. Yeah, and, and you know, Irish, when when we had our discussion about. Um, the difference between, you know, Ireland and here, you know, we, we talked about, you know, how that is an obligation they should have. And, you know, what would it take to change that? And you made the comment that you'd have to be very hesitant to believe if some company all of a sudden did, you know, a pivot to, you know, we're all about our employees well-being and mental health and, and are they doing it just for the PR? You know, and unfortunately, that's the kind of situation that we're in, and especially in like retail. If that becomes the popular thing and the popular movement, then all of a sudden, big retailers are going to be like, "Oh yeah, we're we're into that." Like, if all of a sudden the retail war zone just exploded and it was everywhere, and it, it's just employee advocacy here, there, and everywhere, people wearing shirts, all sorts of shit, it would not be surprising. For some big retailer just to pick up on on the popularity of it and say, yes, we agree with what they've been saying in their community and we're committed to such and such. And it's all going to be bullshit. It's all lip service. You know, um, Henry says, and pardon if you guys covered this before. Do you did you see the video of the lady screaming for a refund? And of course, demeaning employees from a store that was on fire. No, <laughs> no, I did not. Um, I'll have to look that up. I did see the one. Did you guys see the video of the fight in Bath and Body Works? That was a good one. I've seen I've seen some crazy ones. Um, I mean, you know, and fortunately for me, you know, I've never had a situation in any of the stores that I've ran where, you know, I've had like a big brawl break out. I, I'm very fortunate. And I've worked in some locations where you would think that would be highly likely. Likely. But, you know, it didn't. And also, too, you know, back in my early days, the very first job I had, the way they handled shoplifters back then, that happened in my you wouldn't have that shit happen now. I'll never forget. I saw a guy who was shoplifting get put into like a little clock in room and start jawing. And this was a big dude. We're talking like 6'6", probably 270, 280, just a mountain of a dude. And a department manager came up and grabbed him by his ankles and just pulled him, bam. You know, you can't do that shit now. But you didn't get shoplifted as much back then when you had a bunch of big burly folk running around in the store. But now it's just like, you know, I mean, hell, look at what they're doing in San Francisco. I mean, it's bad enough you're dealing with legit customers who are just assholes. San Francisco's now got, got it to the point where the cops won't come out and they won't prosecute any shoplifting unless it's like over $950 and it's publicized. So you've just given, you know, people like a, a green lot to go. And now you've got major retailers moving out of San Francisco or shut. I mean, there are like targets in San Francisco that close at like six o'clock now because of that, you know, and there again, you're not worried about the employees. Hell, now you're protecting thieves more than you're protecting your own associates, you know, and, and that's, that's crazy. Um, Matt says, I remember when our fire alarm was going off, having to tell customers that they get their readmit tickets after they left the premises and not during a fucking evacuation. 
Yeah. Indeed. Yep. Imagine being in an arcade and it's on fire. <laughs> like, I just thought about it at, from Matt's comment there. It's on fire, and you're like, but I've got one more point, and I get the jackpot. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Or like people that have all the tickets, you know, they, they spent all night at Dave and Buster's getting all those tickets to win something, you know, and all of a sudden the place yeah, goes up in flames, and they're like, oh, yeah, you owe me this. Or they, they get sued. <laughs> they get sued by some random who says that they had enough tickets to win like the highest prize in, in the location and they go sue and whatnot. And, and that's the kind of shit that goes on, you know, because we, we live in a society where any business that sells something, it, it's all about the dollar. And I think it's obscene and inhumane to <laughs> put your people in harm's way because of decisions that you make based on a profit margin you know right uh, the fuck today says and said customer said customer will absolutely get to call the ceo of that arcade and be like i was owed this and they, they just get credited yeah exactly that's what's disgusting but Living in Florida and the power goes out due to weather and customers not understanding why they can't be checked out. Oh, here here's a story that I seen a bit of. Well, that here's a story. Way to Florida. You, you you should you should know this, Alex. This story was told to us. So our Alabama friend that we reference a lot mm-hmm. was managing a big box, um, the biggest big box out there, at a place where a hurricane was coming through, and the town was evacuated. Like governor said, everybody leave. The company would not let him leave. He was in this store by himself with a hurricane coming, armed. And then the police show up to tell him he has to evacuate. And he has to tell the authorities, no, my company will not let me leave. It got to the point that he had to call the company and the police had to tell them, if you do not let him leave, we're taking him to jail. Oh my God. This is a true story. That shows how much they care about the building more than they care about their people. You know, um, LOL, they got the quarter on the pool table, but I got next. <laughs> I remember the quarter on the pool table game. Um, Hero says explaining they must exit the building when the power is off and the fire alarm is going off is so much fun. I know. You know, they'd be the first person to sue you if somebody got harmed. But all of a sudden, it's like every human being that's shopping in the store, once the fire alarm goes off, they're just looking around like, well, what's that? And, that was and that. they just keep on going. <laughs> we've had fire drills mm-hmm. as kids in school. Um, Matt says, yeah, another theater thing is we'd give people the readmit tickets and they'd submit. What was that? I can't read it. it let me see here. I forgot. I've got chat on the other side here. Hold on a second. What are you doing, Steve? <laughs> yeah. Theater thing is we'd give people a readmit tickets and they'd submit a complaint anyway because they knew they'd get another ticket in the mail. Yeah. Always finding the way to scam the system. Always. Always had that issue a few times with blizzards when I lived up north. Never let us close up. Nope. 
Uh, Henry says, yeah, having worked in an arcade, the disturbing shit that happened or people thought was okay. Aside from my mother being threatened, sex on an air hockey table, parents leaving their kids for hours on a day, threatening to sue us because they lost their kid. They left them in the car. Literal shit being thrown at the walls, and it goes on. Um, you know, that was a bad part about working at Guitar Center. Is all of a sudden, on Saturday, some Karen will pull up and drop like, four or five 12 to 14 year olds and cut them loose in a guitar center and they're in there like oh i want to play that three thousand dollar guitar and we're like no the fuck you're not <laughs> because you become a you become a babysitter and you know it, it's it's terrible and wally world on a weekend night they get down the bikes and just ride the bikes ramping yeah and and, oh and, and think about think about like some of these like um businesses will say low dollar business like the dollar trees and the dollar generals and stuff like that who care so much about their employees it is perfectly okay and and not against policy for them to be open with just one person working in the building one yep and it's okay you know let's not let's not think that oh well this person can just fish out and have a heart attack and die but they're they're a target and you know professional thieves they case that shit out and they find out, oh, this store only has one person working. Shit. They come in and they take people's shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. The fuck today at the decor store when they got kicked out of Frankie's Fun Park, but their parents aren't back yet. Sex on a mattress pulled from the floor and pottery. Really? That had to be either before me or after me. Um. Yeah, Hero, Jesus' craft store was having a Noah moment, and they wanted management to stay with shop vacs, but no power. Yep, I remember that. Um, Russell says, but you better have two going to the bank. Yeah, that's another one. One person could, could you know, work in the store by themselves, but by God, one person couldn't go to the bank. So well, what's the difference? I mean, come on. Throw punch. Good to see you. Long time. Try being in a shopping center where you have movie theater and a small town. Parents drop their kids off and don't come back to get them. We babysit too. Yeah. Any retailer that's around something like that, doesn't matter what you sell, kids are going to wander in there, you know, and then they trash the place. Um, Russell, like we, we worked not real far from a movie theater. And Matt, you probably are familiar with this kind of thing where everybody would go to like Dollar Tree and buy like the dollar theater box candy. And so they'd come in, buy that shit, and the entire time they're in there waiting for the movie to come on, they're just trashing the place. And you can't say anything to them because you'll, you'll get in trouble. Hey, Steve. What? I just remembered this based on you talking about that. Remember that um, giant church group of kids that would come to Stevie B's right next to our Felmark? Yep. Remember that one night we saw that bus pull up right before inventory? <laughs> no, because I try to block out all inventories from my mind. And we was both like, you said, fuck no, watch them. <laughs> yeah. You don't remember that? No, I do not. Because we worked our ass off to get everything like straight. Well, yeah, and, and that's another thing. These companies care so much about their employees. They work you to death to get a store ready for inventory, but they won't shut the fucking place down. Yep. They want an accurate inventory, but there's they will not shut you down for a day to take inventory. And so, you know, it's all like magic. 
numbers at that point in time, you got to hope that everything got counted right and stuff didn't get stolen and whatnot. The one thing I will say is Jesus's craft store, you know, it's closed on Sundays. So what did they do? The only Sunday out of the year you had to work that was your inventory. Steve, just a little micro question to that. Yes. The inventory thing. You want to do a side episode on um, third party services for retail and are they good? And should it be kept first party only? We can. Um, because think about think about the third party inventory it comes in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Henry says, um, ex- and in- excuse me, inventory day is a trigger. Can I speak to your manager? Yes, it is a trigger. Dude. And you have customers go over and ask them about stuff in the store. Yeah, third. Even though they're wearing, they don't get asked, do you work here? Even though they're just wearing something completely look, different. Look, man, third-party companies, I'm just going to say it, inventory companies are a waste of money because you count almost 80% of the store yourself anyway. Why Why? Why even bother? I mean, it's it, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> Iris says, when has inventory ever been cost-effective? Waste of time. Correct. Um Hero says, why am I dealing with all this trash? Points to the inventory strips that they leave. <laughs> Matt says, I asked mine to come in an hour early for that shit, and they told me I can't be there without customers since that's what I'm getting paid for. Wow. You see, there again. I mean, these companies, if even if you if you took employer, you know, customer treatment out of this, if you just looked at how the basic business runs, it's that's just enough to know they give no shits about who's in that building. They don't because they make asinine decisions. They, they t- give you projects that are not humanly possible. Okay. Hell, sometimes they give you projects that are downright damn near dangerous. I mean, at the home decor store, we had to, you know, we had to use like take down full racks of shit that, I mean, could fall and collapse on a customer and kill them. And I mean, and, and, it's insane because they sure as hell ain't going to pay somebody to come do it. I mean, this company was so cheap that they wouldn't even pay somebody to come clean the sidewalks. They would expect you to go buy a pressure washer and find the time to pressure wash, wash your sidewalk. So if you had to pressure wash your sidewalk, you had to be there at like 5, 6 a.m. and try to do it then before the store opened. Yep. You know. And you get told by corporate do something like oh those uh rafters up top need to be repainted but you don't have equipment to get up there and you can't stand on top of a forklift oh i know it's like all of a sudden you're concerned about safety <laughs> you're not concerned about yeah, safety any other time but they'll say they'll say just do it they'll say get it done. i mean hell there's no most of these places just a truck unloading procedure alone is unsafe. It's safe at all. It is is unsafe. In orientation, you get told that if there's a box with a team lift symbol on it, it's too heavy, and you have to get someone. To team and we lift. are all guilty. That never. We happens. are all guilty because what happens? You get in work mode, and you and you're getting a bunch of shit to get stuff done, and you look at that team lift thing, and you're like, oh, I can pick it up. And and that's that's what you do. But see, that's there. That's in your over the long run, it hurts you. Yeah. Henry says our last inventory count and control day, my dear manager and owner conveniently couldn't be there to help. We had to count $90,000 worth of, of inventory and anything off. We would be accused of stealing. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you one better. Um, I did a video a while back about, you know, I had an opportunity to go to work for uh, Gibson guitars and, um, 
it, it's it's go watch the video. It's it's a long story. It it was an eight month process to be told I was getting this job, only for them to decide to not even fill the job. But anyway, part of the paperwork you had to sign at the time. So you'd be running this this showroom location in Memphis, Tennessee. And if you look at the paperwork, it says that the store manager is financially accountable for anything that gets stolen. So if somebody mm-hmm. walked out the door with a $2,000 guitar, they taken it out the manager's paycheck. Crazy shit. Henry says, I watch your previous videos at work. It keeps me from punching a wall. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't punch a wall, especially if it's concrete. Oh, oh, those hurt. Um, Iris says, that was a brilliant video, really professionally done. Thank you. I was bored and didn't have anything to do that day. I figured, hey, I'm going to tell my story because it was. I'm, I'm still better about that shit. Um, Matt says, every theater company I worked for did that. An inventory shortage was assumed to be employee theft for flimsy paper bags and cups. Yeah, it's always the employee's fault. There again, you know, you work for companies that will tell you that 60% of theft is is internal. You know, and... I, I've done this a long time. There's a lot of internal theft, yes. Okay. But it's not 60%. I don't give a damn what they say. It's just another way to pass the responsibility for poor policies and whatnot on the workforce. So, and you know, and when you think about it, all this stuff comes back to when we're talking about customers. So think about all of us that work in this business, all the different things you have to carry all day long. I mean, you're getting told you know you've got to do like you said henry you know accountable for ninety thousand dollars worth of inventory or whatnot you've got these things that you have to get done the employers are using the excuse that they can't hire people because nobody wants to work so you're beat to death not making shit for money and then karen walks in and says hot damn let's go you know it's too much and you know i think the big thing is you know the mental health aspect of it i mean that's a real thing, man. And companies just refuse to acknowledge that. We said this before in a previous video. They'll hand you a flyer and say, here, call this employee assistance number. That's not the answer. The answer it is not. The answer is to give, you know, give people time to unwind. If, if a situation happens, you know, I think if, if a customer comes in and berates a cashier and they cry, I think you should send them home because they've been mistreated and I think they should be paid for the rest of their shift because the company's not doing anything to protect them. That's the least they could do. You know, Matt says we had one manager blame staff for all the coffee and soda cups. The customers were leaving around the store. I thought we'd have a walkout over it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's always the employees. Yeah. Iris. Unless unless you're working at Failmart and your name is Alice. Yep. Irish, 90% of the time, inventory gets fucked because deliveries are not inputted correctly and breakages are not written off for months. Oh, and that's a scam. So there's a Jesus's craft store when we'd get our trucks. If you've ever been to a craft store, I'm sure you guys are familiar with like the plaster, like columns that you can paint. They look like, you know, uh, Greek columns or whatnot. We'd get those in on a pallet. And sure enough, we'd get a pallet in and like 80% of them will be shattered. And you're thinking, okay, I should be able to get credit for that. Oh, no, 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 no. At that time, <laughs> Jesus's craft store was like, any breakage you have on your truck, in order to get credit, has to be over $500 at 
cost. Everything's coming from China. Half that truck could be on fire, and it's still not going to come to $500 in cost. So you eat it. Right. You know. Uh, Hero says, in banking, you got the rest of the day off if you had a gun pointed at you, but be back your next shift like nothing happened. You know, and that's something that, unfortunately, is probably going to start well, it does spill over into retail. The people that get robbed and stuff like that. And but you know, if if you've I don't care how many times you've been robbed. Fortunately, I never have. But it's traumatic as hell because even if you get robbed at gunpoint and they leave, your mind starts going down this thing like shit. I could have died. You yeah, know, I, I could have been. You, dead. you look around. You're working in the gas station. You're looking around all this. You're like, I could have died for this. And I had no one come out and defend me mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah, and yeah, and and what happens is just like she said here. Yeah, they, they'll let you go home, but they expect you to come back like nothing else happened. And they offer no kind of counseling. They offer no kind of of help to <laughs> help you work through this. I mean, can you imagine being seventeen years old and it's your very first job, and you have an irate customer come in, and let's just say the customer's a loose cannon. And just decides to, and, and here knows what I'm talking about, decides to put their purse on the counter and they open up the purse and they make sure you see the gun that's sitting in it. I fuck you up. And your customers just, I mean, your, your company's just going to say, we're sorry that happened to you, but your next shift, you need to be here on time. You know, Henry says you would get off for a gun pointed at you. My boss discussed this with us once. He told us to secure the money first before trying to flee. We are responsible for it. Holy shit, man. I will say, I will say, um, everybody that I've worked for, it was like, let them have it. Just let them have it. And, you know, I have not had the pleasure to work for a company who be like, you need to, you need to make sure that the money is accounted for. That's man. That's some bullshit. Your dear manager sucks balls, (laughs) period. (laughs) Um, Hero says, if you get shot at a gas station, someone needs to get their ASAP to cover your shift when the police gets done. Yep, that's true, too. That happens. You you, you, yeah, you, you have an employee get shot, and they will not shut the business down. Seems, yeah, just think about that for a minute. You as the customer, whoever is the customer, is the ultimate winner. Yeah. For sure. Think about it. And, you know, Karens get mad for being called Karens. But here's the thing none of us talk about. Karens get about as much protection as thieves do. So they might as well be thieves. Yeah. I mean, how's that going to make it? Boy, you want to talk about Karen being triggered if you can, if you compare them to a criminal. But it's the same damn but it's the same damn thing. It's just not good to walk around and just treat people. Like what what good is that? Would you want would you the Karen expect to be treated like that if you was in this situation? Yeah, I treat. I always when I go to work, I treat people good. And treat them good. If, I don't know. Matt says parents can get the yep. keys to the store if they catch the manager on the right True. day. Oh, yeah. Um, Irish. So Declan, if you're still with us, I sent Irish the thing that you had posted about Duns, about the person who had the COVID shots and whatnot. 
Um, and that's what he's talking about there. It was good to see the tweet you sent me from the doctor over here about retail employees. The changes that that's needed will come from society and not the companies, I think. So, yeah, that was a deal where um, somebody had went to get the vaccination in Ireland. And this company required them to pay back that time. And the physician <laughs> actually sent the company a message basically talking about how abhorrent that was and that they really hoped that that wasn't how their HR operated. But according to Irish, that's exactly how that company operates. Yeah, go find that, Matt. That it, it, it is. It, it's terrible. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, Irish had sent me an article about that company being one of the worst to work for in Ireland. Is that not correct, Irish? But yeah, I mean, think about that. See why? Think about that for a minute. You've got a major company over there, and it's, it, that's a big one from what I understand. Who, where else? Most other companies are like, you get X amount of time for, you know, all for taking the vaccination. These ass clowns are like, you're going to pay us back that time that you missed. <laughs> and that. And so you expect those kind of people to take care of you when Karen's come in and, and they're not going to. And, you know, that's the thing. I know we kind of got off on some other subjects, but seriously, guys, what I mean, what needs to happen? I mean, yeah, you know, we've got the dear customer shirts. We've got the essentially ignored shirts. We've got all this other stuff. I mean, you know, it's going to take some sort of movement, you know, and, and it's hard because if you work in the business, the business has you by the balls because it's not like you could just you know, quit, you know, to, you know, in solidarity and whatnot, because it doesn't do anything, you know, what's it going to take to, to push these companies to take care of their people? You know, sometimes you've got great district managers who treat the, their staffs great, but it stops there, you know, or, you know, you've got a district manager who's terrible to everybody. And, you know, I've said time and again that the employee shortage right now has a whole lot more to do with mental health benefits and pay than it does people riding government benefits. Henry says, oh, gosh, with COVID thing, my current workplace has, let's just say many of them are of the opinion the Vax is going to kill us all and 5G is going to mind control us for the lizard people. You know, I look at it like this. I think... A problem that we have as a society is everything now is like sports. You got a bunch of people pull for this team and a bunch of people pull for the other team. And it's one way or the other. They can't scrimmage and have an exhibition just to get along. And that's the bad part is I'm a I'm one of these people. Hey, you go do you. I'm not going to pass judgment on anything that you do, okay? But I don't expect you to pass judgment on me. But why? Ha- I'm actually about the yeah. exact same. But what happens is when you get people like <clears throat> the 5G is going to mind controls and whatnot, they make the situation worse. And Hero and I had a conversation the other day about this, and we talk about this a lot. You know, there used to be an old rule in business: two things you don't talk about: religion and politics. 
because, well, three, religion, politics, and how much you make, okay? If you don't talk about those three things, typically you have a pretty good existence, all right? People have forgotten that. And you could throw COVID into that too because it's a very divisive subject for a lot of people. You know, these are things you shouldn't, you know, publicly be engaging in in this kind of bullshit. And you sure as hell shouldn't be, you know, just from an employee standpoint, okay? Whether you agree with it or not, what everybody wants to think. But think about this. The per- they always said, a person's perception is their reality. So if you've got an entire staff of people in your store who would feel safer still wearing masks, but the company has said, we don't want you wearing masks. All of a sudden, you've got a staff full of people who feel like their company doesn't care enough about their safety, which is true. Okay. And that's where all this shit kind of spirals out of control. And, you know, everybody is in such a rush for everything to be back to normal. They forget, you know, here they go. They forgot about the essential workers. You know, they were heroes for a while. Now they just go in and spouting off stupid shit and doing stupid shit. And those same employees are sitting there kind of like bewildered, like, well, hell, we were like on top of the world as far as, you know, how we were perceived a year ago. And now nobody cares about us anymore. And, you know, if you're an employee working in one of these places and you want to wear a mask, whether you are vaxxed or not, but you want to wear a mask because that makes you feel safer, you should be able to. Nobody should be able to tell yeah. you not to. And no judgment. Exactly. And, you know, uh, it's one of those, it, it, it's common courtesy, but, I mean, we, we get so polarized over stupid shit. You know, it's like Hero says, but how dare you not see and experience and know life the way I do and agree with me? You don't have to. But these people, they want to fight you over this shit. They will not leave well enough alone. You know, they don't follow, you know, treat me, you know, with respect and I'll do the same for you. You know, the whole do unto others thing. And like Henry said, I would be absolutely for that. Make it nice and simple. How, how are you? Get your shit and get out. Yeah. There's, there's no need for all this extra noise and bullshit. There just isn't. And, mm. and it's both sides of the spectrum. I don't care which team you pull for. Cool. Whatever. You don't need to come in because somebody, you know, you walk into a store and you think the cashier that's dealing with you doesn't pull for your favorite team and berate them. That's just, that's just, Bullshit behavior, man. I mean, that's why would you do that? Who cares? Are they yeah. are they hurting you? You know, no. After that five minute interaction with them, you swipe your card and you leave. Is your life over? Did, did, did they do something to you? No. And it's it's you know my my faith in humanity has gotten worse and worse <laughs> through the years and and you know hey Steve. Yeah. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. You got the picture of me ready? Yep. Alex has got a dip. Okay. Yeah, I got a dip. Got a, I got somewhere I got to be at literally three in the morning. Pew, pew. <laughs> have fun. All right. Peace out. Y'all have a good night. Thanks for everyone who joined. It was fun tonight. Yep. The war zone. Yeah. But, but you know, it's um one of those deals where, I mean, in all honesty... 
Yeah, I still got, I do have some. It, it's dwindling by the day. But, you know, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I wish it would stop because you just can't leave people alone. I mean, you, why, why do you feel like, you know, you want to push the way you live on somebody else? They didn't ask that. They're not inviting you to do that. And there again, you've got a large part of the abuse that employees are taking right now are from those people. And the companies stand back with their hands in the air, trying to figure out who they want to piss off left, you know, less. And that employee is sitting there just like, well, what about me? You know, what about them? You know, who cares about them? And because it's obvious that these companies don't. You know, if companies really cared that much about their employees, a point that has been brought up recently, okay, they're mad scrambling to hire people. So they're paying higher wages to get people in the door, but they're not adjusting their current employees' wages proportionately. So there again, you know, a knee-jerk reaction trying to fix, you know, a problem is causing more drama in their organization because now you got people walking in off the street making two bucks more an hour than people that have worked there for 10 years. You know, I guess you could call the CEOs the ultimate Karens because I guess they mistreat the employees worse than the customers do, if you really think about it. Because I've yet to see any kind of story anywhere that some big box retailer has made a decision to do something across the board good for their entire workforce and actually mean it and follow through it. You know, the the big thing was, you know, Best Buy, when the pandemic happened, they were like, hey, we're going to pay everybody $15 an hour. They got all this great press and blah, blah, blah. And they come out of the fourth quarter and, you know, things, the vaccines start to pop up and whatnot. And they laid off half their staff. Pizza party. Exactly. Pizza party. You know, I just wish, you know, it, I mean, I know we, so, you know, Karens don't read. Customers typically can't read signs. But there should be a sign on like every register across the country that basically says you're not going to mistreat our employees. You know, we appreciate your business, but we don't need your business if you're coming in here to berate people. And I just wish just what it would only take one big company to really be sincere about it and actually do that. A, they they're employee turnover would would diminish because all of a sudden there'd be like this shining light in the business of who you want to go work for because they take care of their people and and it's stand by it you know um five percent off your single purchase is tax seven percent yep henry says for as long as karen is more valued than the life of an essential employee it will never get better for us for as long as heads only see our worth as minimum sadly it won't even ever get better and it's so sad, just the utter lack of humanity in it all. And and that's the problem. I don't understand, you know, why these companies want to die on that hill because it's starting to hurt them now. Uh, you know, employees that were laid off or there's people trying to get out of the business right now because of the treatment from the public. They don't want public-facing jobs. They're looking for things that... You know, hell, there's a lot of people that'll take pay cuts to get out of it because they don't want to deal with people anymore. 
and that's the blood that's on the hands of these corporations because they've allowed customers to just run over everybody that works for them. And now they're like making excuses why nobody wants to work there. We know why nobody wants to work there. I mean, that article that came out, you know, about the pizza place that was paying everybody $16 an hour, you know, you know, pizza chain, 51, you know, locations made the comment. He doesn't have a problem with getting workers. He takes care of his people. It's not a worker shortage. It's a pay and benefit shortage, you know, is what it is. And uh, Matt says, the way I started looking at things is that the company doesn't really need this one person's business as much as they need me working there. And some days that's enough. I agree. And that, and a lot of times you have to come up with things like that to, to make it through your day, to understand that all these people that you help and you take the abuse from, you know, you might be the only person there equipped to do it. So you're, but there again, you get a pizza party, you know, because, hey, you made the company some money and, you know, you get, and we're not talking like some highbrow, you know, pizza joint. You might get some CC's or you might get some Caesar Caesar. You know, it's not like I'm going to get you some like nice New York style pizza or some shit. It's going to be the cheapest thing to feed you. And that's it. You know, $5 hot and ready. That's right. And, you know, it's just one of those things where, Man, I don't know, guys. I mean, you know, the customer thing is is gotten completely out of control. And, you know, you see it. You'll be shopping somewhere, you know, and, and you get the urge to like, you know, if you didn't think it would cause a bigger scene to step in, you know, in some of these situations, be like, hey, don't talk to the associate that way. But now we, it's gotten so bad and we've let people get away with it for so long and people are just so cuckoo, you know, I think companies really need to look at it like anytime an associate encounters any kind of abuse, their life's in danger because it could be, you know, I mean, it's what we used to say, like at Guitar Center, you might see somebody come in like mishandling a guitar and they're really into it or whatnot. But the one thing that, that we talked about was you had to be careful how you talk to people because you don't know what that person's frame of mind is. And, you know, this is back when times were pretty normal, you know, and you, these people that are going off on these associates, you don't know where their, their head's at. It's a dangerous situation. I mean, now we got fist fights in the middle of bath and body works. What's next? You know, and if the companies actually don't really find a way to start standing up for their people and, and, you know, either having security haul them out or actually backing their employees up, we're, we're reaching a level where it's going to get more extreme and the, and the companies are going to be accountable for that. You know, um, I'm down here in Tampa Bay. We don't even have good pizza. So that's never a motivator for me. Agree. Yeah, people getting shot for asking a question, you know. Um, I, I just, it, it's, I mean, there was the article a couple of months ago about a cashier made mention of wearing a mask to a customer. And the customer went out, came back in, shot her. That's, that's a direct result 
of these companies not enforcing any of this stuff and, you know, putting their foot down saying, we're not going to tolerate it. You know, it, it's, I don't know what it's going to take. I mean, we, the conversations have to continue. You know, the voices have to get louder. Um, the thing that Proto Rage sent me uh, that we'll be covering soon um, happens in October. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's pretty, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, there, there's a movement that they're trying to actually undertake to actually say workers have had enough, whether it's successful or not. I don't know because I mean, you know, a lot of people, these companies got you by the balls cause you have to work, you know, it's not like I'm sure there's many of us. And you know, what's sad is there's many of us that worked in the business and you've been mistreated so bad that your situation at your job could be so terrible you finally got a job to get out of it and you still would do the right thing and work a notice, even though that company does not deserve that from you because you do it because it's the right thing to do. And that's a shame. They'll lay you off with no problem, but you know, you're an asshole if you decide you don't want to work a notice. So I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, Hero says, I have been accused of murder for being out of stock of a brand of blank because the company that grows them is shut down. Yeah. Just because you can't get what you want when you want it and you take that out on somebody that has no control over it. There you go, Irish. One of our biggest clips on the channel, married to an unfaithful job. That's true. So this has been fun, guys. I appreciate all the new folk that are here. Matt, I appreciate you being here. Henry, I appreciate you being here. Um, like I said, I mean, I I don't know if people are self-conscious of their voices or whatnot. And if you are, I understand. It's cool. Um, I'm self-conscious of mine, even though my wife says I like hearing it too much. Um, I still got too much Southern in me. But I seriously, as this thing grows, I'd, I'd like to have a night where we're all here. And we, you know, like I said, none of you have to be on screen. I can give you a, a nickname of your choice. You know, we'll all sit here and we'll just go. And I want to see this thing grow. And I really appreciate you folks that, that push this, you know, because I think this is more about having a conversation and, you know, we, a lot of the stuff we talked about tonight came from the chat and that's the way I like it because that's having a discussion. So if we kind of, veer off topic a little bit that's cool because we're talking you know and that's the thing so um thank you so much for doing this live shows it really helps to at least know someone gives a shit hey thank you for being here you know it's we started this thing in february um you know i many years ago i started a blog called the retail blogs and because I was still a manager, I just didn't have time to do it. And then thanks to COVID, you know, I had some time and this is, you know, been kind of like a passion project for me because, you know, I put this big long post on Reddit when I first appeared over there about being a store manager, you know, I've been in the business 30 years and about 25 of it, I've been a store manager. So, you know, I tried to do my best to take up for my people and I know what the hourly folks put up with and, you know, I was one of those kind of managers that was, you know, always got stink eye from a lot of my DMs because I wasn't the corporate boy. I didn't drink the Kool-Aid and I was always taking up for people that they wished I didn't take up for and whatnot. And there's not a lot of managers out there like us. 
And, you know, you've got to advocate for these people. And I've worked for so many companies that got mad that I advocated for my associates. I mean, that's a problem. And that's why I decided to do this. You know, we, we, we have managers on here a lot because, you know, those are people I know and whatnot. But having the hourly boots on the ground people, that's what this is for. And this is, you know, it, it's for those folks because they need an outlet. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from. I mean, we got Irish on here right now in the chat. It's after 2 a.m. in Ireland. You know, great contributor to the channel. Um, it's it's good stuff. So, you know, everybody that watches, everybody that comes by, I appreciate it. And, you know, yeah, we sell swag. You know, I sell swag at like bare minimum margins just to get the word and the brand out there. I'm not here asking anybody for money. I'm not going to ask anybody to pay for my NASCAR. I'm not going to ask anybody to pay for my house. You know, this is this is fellowship, basically. So, you know, I appreciate everybody that's here. So I'm not real sure what we're going to do next Wednesday night. Um, you know, I'll post it in all the normal places when I figure it out. I might put up another poll or if you guys have suggestions. Put up, you know, Matt, we need to do one specifically about like you had brought up about um, the relationship between customers and associates being broken. I think that'd be a really, really good one because, you know, the customers mostly are to blame there. So, but everybody, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. I actually enjoy doing this. It's therapy for me too. You know, these are things that needed to be said, but thank everybody for being here. Declan, you might be off already. Um, I will say thank you for being here because I know where you're at. You were up late. Appreciate it. Like I said, this episode is dedicated to Henry, Declan and Sassy Server. Thank you for your support. Uh, we can all get together and just cry for an hour. Sad thing is that would probably help. I'm okay with that. I will be your emotional support host. There you go. I am fine. Well, I'll, I'll bring virtual pizza. How about that? All right, everybody. Have a good night. Matt, I'll send you that article here in a second, and we will see you guys next time. Appreciate it. Y'all be safe.